Evening, my little darklings. This is all that I have left of my voice, but I'm here because I love you. And we have news to report on. Black Sabbath and Ozzy versus the supernatural. There is a foul-mouthed doll taunting people, horrific hauntings, and one of history's most significant hauntings will soon be facing the wrecking ball. That plus a brand new paratune written by me, Bat Squatch, and so much more when we return right here on the Paranormal 60 News. Darklings, I'm here. I've made it through the haze and fire of some kind of hellish disease on my vocal cords. I'm not quite out of the woods yet, but I am closer than I was two days ago. We are back tonight with the Paranormal 60 News crew. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome the one, the only, the man with the plan, Chachi. I thought you were going to say sidekick. Well, I feel you're a little bit more elevated than sidekick when half the fans are referring to this as the Chachi show. And Ben Turner, thank you for starting that. <laughs> How you feeling, buddy? You don't sound good. I, I feel fine. It's just that something attacked my vocal cords. Uh, I am on antibiotics. Um, I did not know that gonorrhea of the vocal cords uh, existed. It's a thing. Oh, no, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Greg told me. Thank you for talking dirty to Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, the real estate agent to the supernatural, the paranormal detective. <laughs> oh my God. Greg Lawson. Hey buddy. Hey, Hello. Hey you guys. Uh, yeah. Coming at you from the scene at Nyack, New York. I'll tell you about it a little later. All Can't right. Wait. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, since leaving for FEMA, which I thought meant something totally different, but it hasn't. The Colonel is back, but now as a female, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen, our own version of the feminine chachi or colonel. We have sweet tea herself. Between a colonel and a chachi. I want to be sweet D. I don't thank you, I think. I don't know. That's sweet T and sweet G. Try out the nickname call me at the end today. Do you have a picture of yourself on the wall behind you? Yeah, it's my living room. Oh, that would make sense. Okay. You guys don't have lots of Photos of yourselves in your living room? No, but we have lots oh. of photos of you on the walls. Oh, that's, I was gonna nice. say, that's awkward. It's wow. uh, good to see you both. Uh, well, all uh, three of you. I'm okay, sorry. Thanks. Getting used to my new <laughs> hey, listen, I wanted to mention a few excellent things. I was out uh, just doing the New Jersey Para Unity Conference when literally I was struck speechless on uh, Saturday. I went and did my talk at 1030 in the morning till 1130. I got back to my table by noon. My vocal cords had seized up. I was pretty much useless. I was down to a whisper, and I still had a VIP party to be at that night. And you know me. I'm a trooper. My job is when I go to the VIP parties, I like to work the room, stop at every table, make sure to say hi. If people want to do pictures, get a hug, cuddle, I'm there. I This is legitimately 
how I walked around at the party. <laughs> I had this little plate that I wrote, hi, I'm Dave. I lost my voice, but wanted to say hello. And uh, on the other side, it said, I hope you're having a wonderful time. And that's the way I made my way around because I'm a professional. Oh, yeah. Wow. Did you get any hugs? Oh, I got lots of hugs. I Our bet. fan base is probably where you lost your vocal cords. Fervent. No, no. I was filled with love so many times. It was beautiful. Except, called- except this one time. Uh-oh. So in all my travels, I get to go to all these amazing locations around the world and meet fans. And then you get to meet the extra special fans, the ones that go the extra mile to come meet you, not just because you're on TV, but more. Because I know you know Josh Gates. (laughs) Unbelievable, Gates. Is this a plant? Did you send her here? Yes, Dave, you are absolutely correct. Because you know Josh Gates. That handsome, handsome. She is checking in. She said, I couldn't wait to meet you. You know Josh Gates. That was <laughs> the extent of her excitement. Is this back to the whole six degrees of Kevin Bacon? She thinks I, that maybe because two degrees of Josh <laughs> Gates is just as good. But you not- know that's why I'm here, right? Yes, exactly. What? Okay. Right. I don't. So check this out. I did want to share some messages from our fan base and our friends that, that joined us at the New Jersey Para Unity Conference. Emails? So here we are at the New Jersey Para Unity Conference, and this lovely young darkling walked up. And what did you want to tell everybody? I just want to tell everybody that Dave, Chachi, Marty, Greg, Tressa now, you are all amazing. You're the best. I, I, I would not trust anybody else with my weekly drinking and... And podcasting. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love that wow. she says, I wouldn't trust anybody I thought with delivering the news. <laughs> no, <laughs> my weekly drinking. <laughs> You're welcome. Yep. But wait, oh. there's more. I absolutely love the Paranormal 60 News crew. I can't tell you how many bad days I've had. And I just open up YouTube, pull it up, and uh, puts me in a better place. So uh, thank you, guys. Thank you. That's awesome. It's very nice. That is good. But there was one. Uh-oh. One no, message. It wasn't that person that left that bad review, was it? No, no. <laughs> there was one message that one fan brought to me that stood head and shoulders above the rest. And let's let's take a look at it now. Thank you so much. I love Tressa. She's a great addition to the show. But please, please keep Greg around because the implosion's coming and that man's head's going to explode one of these days. I love that color purple. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm working on that. I want it to happen on. I want, to, I want it to happen on. Now. We all do. We all yeah, do. Leave this thing on. The, the ambulance will come in. It's going to be great. You know who else would like to see it happen? Josh Gates, am I right, Josh? <laughs> yes, Dave, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> See, even Josh Gates is hoping to be here when the we've never riding in my U- rental car again. Yeah. Just let us know what night so we can have him on. Yeah, it'll be amazing. I wish. Amazing. So we've got a lot to uh, cover tonight. We've got a lot of cool stuff. We've got some friends and guests stopping by, but I want to get started with some of the news that you uh, three have diligently gone out all by yourselves without Mm -hmm. any help from me Mm -hmm. to dig out Mm -hmm. and bring forth Mm -hmm. to share with our audience. A lot of harder work on our part, but that's fine. Yeah, a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chachi, 
Uh, coming out strong again with music news. What have you got for us, Chach? This one was a, a little disappointing when I did the research on it, Dave. <laughs> mm-hmm. So everybody here knows Bobby Mackey's, right? Yeah. Did you know that it is facing demolition early next year? What? Yes. I did not know that. I don't know how I missed it. I get the normal news feed every morning, and this was not in there until just this morning. Mm-hmm. But in a heart-wrenching announcement that has left many in the paranormal entertainment communities in shock, Bobby Mackey's Music World, a historic honky-tonk located in Wilder, Kentucky, is set to close its doors and face demolition early in 2024. The iconic venue, known for its rich history, tales of supernatural, and unforgettable live music, has been a staple of the local community and has garnered international fame thanks to the TV series. Oh, I thought it was Holes of Files. It was the Ghost Adventures, actually. That's right. Bobby Mackey's Music World, which has been in operation for over 40 years, has a long and colorful history. First opened its doors in the late 70s when it was purchased by the country singer Bobby Mackey himself. Mackey was a well-known, is a well-known musician in his own right, transformed the establishment into a honky-tonk and country music hub, attracting country music fans from near and far. The music world's mystique has been significantly amplified by the legend of a portal to hell that is said to be located within the building and it has garnered the attention of paranormal enthusiasts worldwide. One of the most famous spirits allegedly tied to the portal is Johanna, a young woman who met a tragic fate in the early 19th century. Her story, which has been passed down through generation, adds an aura of tragedy to the establishment. Bobby Mackey has embraced the supernatural legends surrounding his establishment and even penned a song called Johanna, inspired by the alleged hauntings. The notoriety of Bobby Mackey's music world in the world of the paranormal skyrocketed thanks to the television series The Ghost Adventures. The crew, led by Zach, Nick, and Aaron, explored the establishment in a 2008 episode that that became an iconic piece of paranormal television. The investigations carried out in the episode encountered eerie phenomena, adding to the establishment's haunted reputation. Mm. The decision to close Bobby Mackey's and and demolish the building early in 2024 comes as a shock to many who have cherished its unique blend of country music and paranormal intrigue. The reasons behind the decision remain undisclosed at this time, leaving fans and paranormal enthusiasts eagerly awaiting further details. As the final notes of live music echo through its halls and the last ghost tours are conducted, Bobby Mackey's Music World will leave behind an indelible legacy that has fascinated and haunted generations. Its history, the portals to hell, the stories of Johanna, and the notoriety of the hauntings will continue to captivate the imagination even as its physical presence fades into memory. Now, having said all that, Dave, mm-hmm. do you have any inside knowledge that you can share as to why they might be demolishing this building? I don't. This is news to me. I, I've heard now. I've heard different things, and I think Tressa, you heard. You said you heard that they were just re- renovating. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, so not uh, demolishing. Yeah, but I don't know. I heard that from someone. I didn't read it anywhere. I don't read. I don't know. You didn't get it from the Paranormal 60 News? No. Because if you didn't, you can't trust it. No, that's right. So, So yeah, I don't know. Could we Mm -hmm. do a GoFundMe and purchase this property and make it community property of the Paranormal 60 team? Yes. I'll check through uh, Century 21 and see. um, Well, I was kind of throwing it out there since we do have a realtor on staff. I will will take care of that. Could you sign a contract with Chachi, Dave Schrader, and Sweet Tea to purchase the property? I believe I can do that. Pretty sure I can work that out. Let's do it. 
Do you know, as I'm sitting here, Craig yep. Lawson, looking at you, I start thinking maybe the reason for your facial color is not because of high blood pressure or bad lighting. I think you might be the Red Hulk. <gasps> time out. Time could out. you could you what turn is- around? Could you turn around slowly for us? Let me let me see what. Oh my God! I knew it. I knew he's he is so massive. What's going on? Nothing, what? Hulk. I mean, nothing, Greg Lawson. You're Who massive. is the Red Hulk? He is uh, apparently Greg, Greg Lawson. <laughs> Your color looks good today, Greg. I got to admit, being out there in Nyack, hey. New York, reporting Sorry. on this news, hey. the lighting looks good For on sure. you. And it's what's astounding is that natural sunlight striking your face at face at nine thirty at night. It's amazing. <laughs> it's daylight savings time, dude. Oh, it's a time know. change. You say it's a time change. So where it's pitch black here in Minnesota, it's still bright and sunny on the on east the east coast. coast. Yeah. Oh. Wow. This message was pre-recorded. This, this was not. <laughs> this is live, 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 live. No, just Greg is. That's true. Yeah, just his part of the story. But he's holding on by a thread at this point, sweet tea. Yeah. You see his face. I want you to know what we keep things in our family. And this uh, jacket was worn by my father in 1972, selling used cars at Roy Butler, Lincoln Mercury in Austin, Texas. What color Hulk was he? Look at that. Look at the lining in this thing. Nice comeback. I like that. All right, Greg, you've got a story for us about another. Oh, did you send me something? <clears throat> no, you. you oh, that's right. Like that's because story. I'm here. I'm yeah. here haunted house that made history the troublesome sale of a beautiful mansion in upstate new york has earned a place in the history after the state supreme court ruled it was or is legally haunted that's right folks uh former resident helen ackley who who uh sued by a real estate investor after she sold the property without discussing her poltergeist problems. That's right. She had poltergeist problems as I'm having speaking problems located in beautiful knack an hour North of New York city. The Ackley house is a massive 15 bedroom mansion with a beautiful location right on the Hudson river. At first glance, the 19th century home is a dream property with rich history and celebrities and ultra wealthy passing through their stylish halls. But behind the original hardwood floors and revolutionary era crown molding is a dark history. The former owner, Helen Ackley, who lived there from the 1960s to the 1980s, publicly discussed having multiple brushes with paranormal activity while she and her husband raised their children. In the 1970s, she published a piece in Reader's Digest where she described seeing disembodied moccasined feet moving on their own and a man in colonial garb standing in the doorway among other experiences. Her daughter who was in high school at the time said she was constantly awakened by something shaking her bread, but could get back to sleep after she would kindly ask the room to leave her alone. House beautiful reported. Despite the constant brushes with ghost Ackley and her family lived happily and felt friendly toward the 19th century spirits, she later revealed in the essay. In 1989, Ackley put the property on the market and eventually started selling it to Wall Street bond trader Jeffrey Stambovsky. During the sale process, she allegedly failed to mention of her 
invisible friends who lived within the walls. Stambovsky found out about the alleged ghost and sued Ackley in a bombshell legal move that would make national headlines. The issue was eventually brought in New York's Supreme Court, which sided with the buyer, thus declaring the home legally haunted. The court decreed that all the owners should have to reveal the tales of paranormal activity before the sale could be finalized. She, and since the historical ruling, the Ackley Mansion has regularly exchanged hands in the 1990s filmmaker Adam Brooks, who wrote the classic movie Practical Magic, moved in for what would be a 20-year stint. He never reported having any ghostly experiences while being there. Soon after Brooks left, singer-songwriter Ingrid Michelson scooped it off the market and lived there from 2012 to 2015 before listing the property. And despite her short stay, she says she loved the home and had no negative experiences. Reporting from Mac, New York, this is Greg Lawson for the Paranormal 60. How many bedrooms did you say that has, Greg? Fifteen. Yeah, it's a long house. That is like like our retirement home. Yeah, you can't see it's a long house. See, you can't see long house. Is it is it wide? No, it's just long and tall. It's three stories and it's got a basement. It's only six feet side to side, but it's long (laughs) and it's very tall. And if you if you if you'd like to take a a walk through this house uh, and uh, do an open house uh, viewing, you can contact us at uh, hashtag Poundtown Paranormal sixty. Wait a minute. Is that realtors? Hashtag pound town reality. Is that it? I love it. Pound because you only take it. British sterling. Yeah, we take all kinds of currency. We take dollars, pounds, I thought I meant lira. Lira. No. Pound town. Paranormal we're, since we're starting with ghosts on today's show, since since we've got this air of of magic kind of in the air, I thought maybe we could reintroduce a segment we haven't done in a while. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Paranormal 60 presents by the book. And tonight we're going to be talking with a friend of ours. The book is called Within the Wake. James adores his family in their ancestral home, perched high above Seattle. But at age 48, he's viewed as a tech industry dinosaur, and he yearns for a chance to make a name for himself. When an ambitious idea strikes him to revolutionize high-end interactive home security, James sees it as his ticket to success. With unwavering determination, he transforms his own house into a testing ground for an innovative prototype system, confident it holds the key to a bright future. However, as with any technological marvel, things can and do go horribly wrong. Ah. Instead of keeping unwanted humans out, James opens, opens a door unknowingly welcoming the restless spirits of the dead inside and joining us ladies and gentlemen we are lucky to have a longtime contributor to my paranormal podcasts and radio shows and now the author of the book within the wake ladies and gentlemen help me welcome to the show susan cummins hello susan, susan. hello you did that really well thank, thank you, you. What, what i'm going to do real quickly here susan yeah is I'm just going to remove a few correspondence so that you and I have a few moments to talk about this book and and get it up there so that we can uh, share this. I'm so excited. You and I have been friends for a long time, 18 years. Um, You are finally 
reaching and, and putting out a goal of writing a book. Uh, you are such a creative force. And I was excited to be able to be involved with you on this book. I know that you, you leaned heavily on a couple of friends in the paranormal field for insights, yeah. thoughts, and technological concepts. And uh, talk to me a little bit about this book. Where did the germination for it begin? Oh, I'll tell you, you know, I sort of put it out to the universe. I said, give me the idea. Give me the base of what I'm supposed to write about. Because I've been told for years by mediums that I've talked to, you're going to write a book someday. And I'm like, yeah, right. So came back from a conference, Richard Estef, who is just, he's like the book writing God, as we all know. Yeah. He was really, really a huge inspiration. He says, you know what, Susan, just, just do it. Just write 500 words a day. And I said, okay, but what do I write about? And he always says, write what you know, paranormal, you know, it's what I know. So it's really weird how it came to me. I was going to Pilates, believe it or not, with a girlfriend of mine. And she said, I got to tell you the story. This happened to my brother-in-law who is in San Francisco. He's a big tech guy. And he took in his uncle who was dying of cancer, stayed with him for a year and his uncle died. And I said, wow, that's really sad, sort of creepy that she really wanted me to know this. But that wasn't it. She says, what was really cool is they had facial recognition software. They had this really fancy security system. And the day of the funeral, they were driving up into their driveway. And she got a notification on her phone that someone was in the house. And it was the uncle in the house. The one they just buried. And I wow. said, I said, that's it. That's, that's going to be my story. So I reached out to Bill Chapel, As we all know, he is he's amazing. Right. And I said, I need to, if I were to put together a security system that resembled the SLS camera, which we all know can film ghosts, how would I do that? And he has been kind and he has been there for me. And he helped me put together this security system that actually sees ghosts. But James, my protagonist, my guy, he doesn't believe in all of that. He thinks his sister-in-law who does is woo-woo and he makes fun of people like us. So he has to come to grips with something that he invents that opens the door for the family that had lived in the house generations before. They start showing up every time the system's turned on. That's Very cool. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to write. I uh, got to work with Bill. You, of course, helped me. I bounced a lot off of you. It's like, ah, what do you think? And I really enjoyed writing it. It was really, yeah, an experience. So did you leave yourself an opening to continue this story? Yes. You'll have to read it to find out. But yes, um, like I said, I, I, I played around with a few different endings. But when you read it, yes. Book number two, I'm starting in January. So Maybe he can come into contact with a roguishly handsome paranormal podcast host. Who gets trapped in the house with him? I don't know. Just I'm, throwing, I'm spitballing ideas. Uh, just spit it out. It's all, yeah. it's all good. Oh, Susan uh, has been a dear friend of mine and a great researcher, uh, a great investigator, and has been a big part of my career with uh, my past radio iterations and shows, and has always been a big support. And I am so happy and proud of you uh, to announce this book and to get it out there. So again, we have a link for that book in today's program guide so that you can find it, <clears throat> get it, read it, and then do me a favor, my uh, darklings. Not only do you need to buy this book and read it, and it will make an amazing Christmas gift or holiday gift for the upcoming months, make sure to rate and review the book on Amazon. 
Yes. Give it good comments. Give it good stars. That's going to put it out there and get it soaring so more people can find it. And Susan has a wicked, scary brain when it comes to the paranormal. You guys are going to love this book. Susan, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit about your book and your journey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love you. I love everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Again, make sure to get the book Within the Wake is available now. We will be back. We've got more to discuss right after this. All right, my darklings, let us bring them back one by one. The Chachi, the Greg, and Sweet Tea, all back where they belong on our program. Doesn't that book sound amazing? I love yes. the premise around technology. That's yeah. what I liked about it. Yeah. Always. And Susan be... is such a good storyteller when you're talking to her about things that have happened in her life. I can't imagine yeah. how that translated so well into hit her book. Well, what's tough is as a novel, like I want to go deep into this, but I don't want to spoil anything. It is one of the best books I've ever had a chance to read concerning paranormal. I I think people are going to really be surprised and excited to get this book, see it for themselves and check it out. And that's not just because she's a friend of mine. You, that's the one big dread you have, right? When your friend is like, hey, I've done this. Will you read it? You're like, sure. Yeah. I, I saw a ghost. Like... There is a ghost. <laughs> and I saw it. Oh, it's scary. And that's not it. Susan created this beautiful tapestry. She's excellently woven a story that I think is going to really, I, I would be surprised if this thing doesn't end up a major motion picture. That's all I'm going to say. I'm no medium. But I am Dave Schrader, host of the Paranormal 60 Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it's time for Sweet Tea to spread a little bit of her love on us now <laughs> with her first news story of the week. And where are we going, Tressa? I I'm sorry, what's she going to do? Oh, going to sprinkle us with her love of Oh, sprinkle, not spread. That's very spread. different. Oh, everybody shut up. Meet the most foul-mouthed haunted doll in UK. A shocking report of a very sweary haunted doll has been released by paranormal investigators who have been dealing with its outbursts in a museum for spooky objects. The allegedly cursed toy named Scarlet lives at the Haunted Object Museum on the outskirts of Rotherham in South Yorkshire, and the museum's curators, Lee Steer and... L Lindsay Sheeran picked her up from an. How did that go? Lindsay Sheeran. Listen, this yeah. is a long story. Shut up. Yeah. Picked her up from an anonymous donor in Lowestoft, Suffolk, a year ago. Lindsay, who used digital recorders to record EVP, reports they picked up utterings of obscene language and says that Scarlett has been blurting out obscene four-letter words. While hunting for a response from the doll, Lindsay asked, Is Scarlet your real name? To which a voice, thought to be the toys, appears to reply, You're effed. In another exchange, the doll <laughs> you is said asked, it's so cheery. You're effed. <laughs> Who are you scared of? Scarlet the doll replied, Lindsay. However, during the time of the recording, no one had said the woman's name. Lindsay believes the doll, which was donated to her by an elderly lady, is 100 years old. She said, the lady who owns Scarlet contacted us because her health had deteriorated, and she blamed her ailments on the doll. She wanted to rid her life of Scarlet, so we took her in. 
we're always recording audio and video around this around the objects in the museum and the things we get from Scarlet are typically foul. It's F this or shut the F up. She also recently blurted out, you effing idiot. It's the funniest thing and she's becoming one of the most cherished items in the museum. She also loves attention. We recently announced the end of an investigation into her and she clearly didn't want us to leave. As the next thing we know, the doors are slamming and our equipment is going haywire. It was mm. like she was throwing a supernatural tantrum. Oh. And it's not the only spooky doll in the UK either. As according to The Sun, a haunted doll was sent back to Scotland this year amid claims it terrorized a schoolboy in New Zealand. The vintage hand-painted figure called Emily is feared to have been possessed by the youngster's Scots-born late grandmother who had emigrated to Auckland but had hated living overseas. The disabled woman took the doll with her and often lost her temper and frustration at her infirmity. Upon her death, the doll was boxed up and left in her grandson's closet, which appeared to have a terrible effect on him. He began having nightmares and violent episodes during the night, and once punched a hole in his bedroom wall. The family dumped the doll in their garage, but the boy fainted and kept banging his head off a chair, his distraught mother claimed, and God. said... The doll scares the family. Does the doll or the teen boy? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would. Like I think she's uh, she's doing really well as far as uh, getting the sweet tea persona that you were yeah, talking about in the boardroom. Yeah. In the main yeah. It kind of takes the sting out of the creepy factor. When, <laughs> and the doll said, Listen. "F this and F that." F that. Hey, I want to make a quick mention. So a good cute. buddy of mine. Dark Waters has oh, wow. stopped by. He's hey, made a Dark. $20 donation to the cause. So I want to make a pause for the cause. Thank you, Dark Waters. Good friend of mine. If you're not following Dark Waters, you should be. He has some of the coolest content on YouTube and his podcast. And we got to get you on here, Dark. We got to get you on one night. You, me, creepy stories. Let's make it happen. And, of course, Chachi's number one fan, Ben uh -huh. Turner, is here. $10 to the wise. And I think it's very wise to have... Chacharama, talk about spirits. Hashtag bat, bat squatch. Any news if Chachi's friend Dave is going to do another <laughs> devil perch? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. What am I even here? Where's Josh Gates when I need him? Yeah. <laughs> God. Unbelievable. Hey, hey Sweet, Unbelievable. do we call you Sweet for short? Or yeah, whatever. I don't okay. care. <laughs> sweet. Uh -huh. I was just wondering, you know, since you have such a unique reading style, Thank and you. one that I like. Let me be Luke real clear. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe you could do the next one. No. In like an ASMR oh. style. No, I don't. No, I hate no. ASMR so much. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, that's what my voice is kind of teetering on, so let's be a little kind, all right? I mean, so, I love it very much. Will Sprite drops 40 bucks on us, saying, hoping you get your voice back soon, Dave. Thank you, Will Sprite. I think it's going to take 2000 to get his voice back, guys, just so you know. <laughs> is that it? We're going to push the... Push the boundaries of donations to yeah. buy my voice back. <clears throat> Boy, I wish I could. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, with that said, believe it or not, folks, there's another rock and roll story. And our wow. rock and roll reporter, 
who just got done slamming a glass man of scotch like he was what is that what is that it was summer and he was drinking kool-aid that was a little glenn livet 21 actually dude good lord after after the round of drinks we had in jefferson i was uh ready to go here listen tell you what everybody knows i don't like reading one period oh that's true that's true but I don't like reading stories one and four. It's far too early in the show for me. I I'm know. more like 16 and 27. No. Those are my favorite story numbers. Those are the sloppiest parts Second of the story. Yeah. So that's why I, I emptied it, hoping that by the time I get through the story, it will have caught up with me. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to tell you, our crowd's a little upset because nobody's getting hammered listening to you guys tell stories. Well, sir, we, Listen, we've really? become this professional news crew. I, think. I know. You guys have, we've taken this Did you not hear so. me read? Uh, come on. I'm great. Well, and also and not then the ghost at all. F you. Yeah, like this says F you in it. So yeah. cute. Yeah. I can't do that. That was good. It's totes adorbs. All right. Uh, so I printed this story. Okay. And I printed it in four font accidentally. <laughs> See that. But it is 11 pages in four font. <laughs> I said you had like 82 font. I don't know how you sent it considering I did all the research, Dave. I mean, yeah, I resent it to you after reading it. After accidentally printing it in four fonts. So listen, yes. I had a story about Bobby Mackey's. Mm-hmm. This story mm-hmm. is about Sabbath. Not the one that happens on Sunday. Oh, oh. The, Bob. the Black Sabbath. Oh. Bobby Mackey and Sabby Sathy. Yeah. Here we go. The Paranormal Encounter that led to a Black Sabbath song. Now, I have read through this a couple times, and there are a few words that made me stumble. (laughs) I'm putting that out there. Yes. Uh, I highlighted them. I put the phonetic spelling next to them in the hopes that I will read that. (laughs) How much time do you... When did you get these things? He sends them to me usually... Well, I mean, I researched them early tomorrow, (laughs) and then they get sent to me tonight. You time-traveling bastard. You ready? Yes. Here we go. Look at Ozzy with brown hair. That's awesome. Black Sabbath and the sounds of darkness may have always gone hand in hand. See, I've taken a separate approach of the way Sweet Tea reads. Although Tony (laughs) Iommi may be responsible for making some of the most delightfully evil riffs in the history of man, the most significant piece of the band's sound is when every band member is riding on those menacing riffs to create the sound of a melodic doom. Although Iomi took the basis of Black Sabbath with his central riff, the song's twisted lyrics were much closer to home than anyone realized. Outside of his music, Geezer Butler, great frickin' name, was also interested in reading up on the occult. When talking to classic albums, My Bible, Butler would say that he was fascinated with the astrological sides of the religion rather than anything nasty, What's saying... That? The astrological. I did not highlight that, sweetie. I did not know that that was going to be a problem. Let's have a drink, everybody. I thought that one was going to just zoom right there. Astrological. Astrological. Sweetie, last week you had uh, Chardonnay. What do you have this week? Mm. I'm so happy you asked. Thank you. Uh, It's uh, Christmas wine from everybody's favorite German grocery store. You're kidding. Is it Aldi wine? World Market. Uh Aldi. It's Aldi. Aldi. It's I was trying there. to give you a pass. I guess no, all these great. I will never not be embarrassed. I mean, wait. Yeah, I love all these. What I'm saying. Shut up. Sure, wasn't it Whole Foods? 
do I look like I have Whole Foods money? Are you kidding Not me? Not one bit, sweet tea. Thank you. With all your modeling money from the pictures behind you and the cathedral walls. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Listen, wonder. I don't have control of the comments tonight, which kind of pieces me off. Okay. But, oh. sweet tea, I don't know if you've been watching. There's been quite a few comments about how nice your hair looks tonight. Oh, I just did it today. Thank you, everybody. Mm. Good Gross. job. Greg, back to the story, Chachi. Oh, sorry. Well, and, and Greg... Lots of comments about your purple face. <laughs> you look good tonight, Craig. The natural light of Nyack, New York is what you need. Thanks. You good. Thanks, yeah. Dave. Yeah. And I Thanks, truly, Dave. truly love the Kentucky Derby jacket he's got on. <laughs> he does. All right, here we go. Yes. Uh, not sure where I was reading. Astrological, which is correct or incorrect. Astrological. Yeah. Size of the religion rather than anything nasty, saying, I was heavily into the occult. Not the band The Cult, but rather right, right. A Cult. We got right. it. Not Satan or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Just astral planes and things. Mm -hmm. yeah. When working on their first album, the band were trying to play a rendition of the classical piece Mars, Bringer of War. When I only hit upon the now iconic tritone riff. While the initial idea sent shivers down the back of every band member, the lyrics wouldn't be finalized until Butler worked his way through some trauma when going to sleep a few nights later. Anybody care to guess what that trauma was? Mm, it was at the plane crash. No, nope, that comes later. Later, later, later. Um, I don't know what 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 was the trauma that they were dealing with? Biting nope. a head off a bat. Nope, later. that was later as well. Later. That was later as well. His, his father didn't pay enough attention to him. Correct. <laughs> absolutely right, Greg. Geezer Butler's daddy was not good to him. Come on. When working on their first album, nope, I already read that. Having spent time before bed reading various passages from his occultist books, he got paid a visit by a spirit. In the middle of the night, Butler woke up to see a mysterious cloaked figure standing at the foot of his bed. Yeah. I'm going to try to do a Casey Kasem. After a few minutes, the figure vanished into thin air. When are you going to try that Casey Kasem voice? Say again. And when were you going to try that? <laughs> no, at the very end. No, no, oh. it's, too, it's too soon. Okay. Have you seen right. hashtag too uh, soon? Yeah. yeah. Um, after a few minutes, the figure vanished into thin air, leaving Butler traumatized. But what have you just seen? Mm. When talking to Guitar World magazine, Butler would say that the song Black Sabbath came from him relaying the idea to Ozzy Osbourne, saying, I told Ozzy about it. I stuck in his, it stuck in his mind. And when mm. we started playing Black Sabbath, he just came out with those lyrics. It had to come out, and it eventually did in that song. <sighs> did you hear that? That was the, the pause that Casey would have done. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's mm. what that, that was the it's whole? It's the pause. Uh -huh. the, the, it wasn't the, it was just, the, okay. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it wasn't the voice, okay. it was the pause. Okay, got it, got it, got that's, it, got it. That is a nuance not a lot of people would pick up on, but well done, Chachi. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so while Butler may have been off the hook for now, the mm -hmm. band wouldn't be safe from a few more paranormal activities during recording. During a few more what? <laughs> paranormal activities? That's a, that's a great story, Chachi. Just yeah, it you know was, that. originally. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's throughout, still more? Yeah, there's more. This is page two. I told you 11 minutes. Oh, my oh. God. Throughout the production of the album Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, the uh -huh. band arrived at an abandoned convent to finish off the writing sessions, where multiple members recall being visited by the ghost that haunted the grounds. Thanks, Warner. Although Sabbath have had spiritual 
beings follow them around throughout their life, they have been able to channel that force into their music, creating songs that felt as if hellish ghouls were playing cream. Well, oh, the, the band. band. The band. Yeah, okay, thanks. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. Was yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. We both were, yeah. Um, Black Sabbath and Fear might go hand in hand in rock now, but when playing in a rock band, it's sometimes comforting to know that the evil spirits are on your side. Wow. That was great, man. It's like long form, you know, journalism. Jazz. <laughs> I almost feel like that was the best story I ever read. I just want to say. Well, well, it was. Before Not sadly, read it, but it was. Sadly, it, it was. How do you do every week? I, I don't like that a helium squeak, squeak in my voice. <clears throat> every week, you just knock it out with these stories of music and mirth Dave, and mayhem. As you know, I'm not on any socials because I spend my days researching. Crystal joins in and says, Paranormal Tea with Dave Schrader. I love the Colonel, but sweet tea is much easier on these old eyes. Keep now, what can we do about the purple Barney guy? Oh. He's a Hulk, you guys. Oh. Be nice. He's a what? Hulk. He's a, he's a Hulk. Ben Turner says, so it sounds like Dave, the Orson Welles of the paranormal, and Chachi, the Casey Kasem. What does that make me? Orson Welles. Have you ever, yeah, seen, no. the, have you ever seen the Orson Welles, uh, Paul Masson wine commercial? <laughs> yes. You sent me that one time, and I was like, this is made up. This is AI. No. It is not. <laughs> have, you seen it? It is, have you seen it, Greg? I have not. Do, oh, is that God. in public domain yet, or I, not? It should be. Is Paul Masson? I got a lot of stuff to do. I'm pretty busy during the day. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. What, what does this say? I re I resent that Greg's face is not purple. It's red. <laughs> People are it's now a magenta. It's fine. What is this? Denise says, poor Dave sounds like a teenage boy at times. Oh, those are good times. That's the way I always think of him. We, we yeah. refer to those as the hair days, don't we? <laughs> Loki says, let's replace Greg with my purring cat, Zoe. Wow. I think wow. that's a euphemism. <laughs> could be. Be. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not here to judge. Um, no. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's Greg. Some uh, emails. Greg, you've got Are we a taking a break for refilling of drinks tonight? I just <laughs> Greg, you know what? No, we're not. Oh, you have well, a mute button. I, just go. All right. I'm fine. All right. <laughs> no. Innovation, creation, vitality, and joy are the pulse of mysoultopia.com with many custom creations for the mind, body, and spirit, along with classes, intuitive sessions, coaching, and healing energies. MySoulTopia.com strives to bring sophistication with a twist to the metaphysical and the holistic market, while raising the community's vibration and channeling the new paradigm, which means new and exciting adventures for all. MySoulTopia.com is utopia for your soul. Visit MySoulTopia.com, your one-stop shop for all your metaphysical needs. Offering hand-selected crystals and crystal jewelry with prices to fit every budget. MySoulTopia.com offers the best selections of tarot and divination cards by top designers. Expertly curated and award-winning book collections from top authors on every subject you'll need on your spiritual journey. My Soultopia is also proud to offer the finest singing bowls and an eclectic collection of the most amazing gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry from the top.
top metaphysical designers in the world. MySoulTopia.com is always your one-stop shop for award-winning mixes of Florida water, sage spray, and other spiritual protection. So begin your journey with the best resource, MySoulTopia.com. That's MySoulTopia.com. Why mess with the rest when you can start with the best? MySoulTopia.com. Again, that's M-Y-S-O-U-L-T-O-P-I-A.com. Hey, Columbus, Ohio. I'm going to be in you December 1st through the 3rd with GalaxyCon. You can come on out with me and some of your favorite sci-fi actors and actresses. We are going to have an amazing time. There is so much to do and so much paranormal stuff to discuss. I will be on hand all weekend long, and I have some friends that will be joining me for some special paranormal panels. A few of those friends are the gals from Into the Obscure podcast. Tressa and Jenny will be on hand for a few of the panels, and we've got more to discuss. So I hope that you'll consider coming on out, hanging out with us, and getting a chance to meet some of your very favorite actors, actresses, and paranormal personalities. And get more information at galaxycon.com. Are you like so many others, coming into abilities that you don't understand and unsure where to safely begin this journey of exploration? Well, award-winning psychic and medium Michelle Welch has the answers. Michelle Welch is the author of the award-winning book, The Magic of Connection. Stop cutting cords and learn to transform negative energy to live an empowered life. In this book, you'll learn how spirituality and intuition can help you heal your inner wounds while staying connected to the people that you love. Author Michelle Wells shows you how to work with the energies that connect all people, and you'll learn to transform and transmute negative energy in ways that support your personal spiritual journey and help you reach a more powerful and meaningful life. In her newest book, Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more, Michelle teaches you how to identify and deal with the spiritual energy around you every day. Each chapter features a specific kind of spirit and teaches you how to sense its presence, identify and connect with it, and set the boundaries you may need, all while demystifying the process and making it easy and accessible to everyone from the beginner to the expert. You'll learn how to understand elementals, connect with an ascended master, protect against psychic attacks, astral travel, and more. Providing meditations, visualizations, and inspiring stories, this book helps boost your intuition and spiritual experience. Unleash the real you. Get the books, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life, and Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. Buy them now wherever you purchase your books or by using the link on today's program guide. Life is confusing enough. Why not make it easier with award-winning help from Michelle Welch? We're here to make it less confusing and I've been reading your comments and getting your private messages. So I've got a little goblet of whiskey, some iced fireball to see if it'll help my vocal cords. But before we do that, we were just about ready to launch into Greg's second story. And I thought, oh, yeah. no, let's do something else. 
Ladies and gentlemen, one of our contributors who has been a miss for a while is back again. And she sent me this video to share with you. Hey everybody, today I'm at uh, Wayside Irish Pub outside of Syracuse, New York in a place you've never heard of that's not important. The building was built in the early 1800s, but you know how construction is. It wasn't done until the late 1900s. The pub actually had two fires here, and it closed after the second. Because if you know how Irish people drink, they will sit through the first fire, and you have to set a second one to get them out. That's why a lot of Irish people become firemen, because then they can just put out the fire and stay in the bar. Before this was a pub, it was actually named the Monroe House, and it was owned by a guy named Squire Monroe. Can you imagine how freaked out he must have been when he found a house that was already named after him? See, that's already friendly. Right on these stairs behind me, people would see a transparent woman dressed in white. Maybe she was waiting for them to finish the second floor. A lot of people ask me why are ghosts always wearing white, and it's not that they're always wearing white, it's that laundry is very hard to get done on the other side, and they play a lot of tennis. In fact, if you get close to her, you would notice that her outfit wasn't white. It was a really awful pink, because somebody washed her dress with reds. Many people report seeing ghosts wearing Civil War uniforms. These are actual Civil War reenactors who died last week. Customers report feeling poked or touched, but that's only when Russell Brand is in the bar. So in my opinion, this pub is haunted, but the scariest thing for me was all the old men at the bar that were still wearing aqua velva that brought their children to the bar. right ladies and gentlemen paranormal karen is back and we've got her for a few moments karen welcome back to the program thank you dave good to be here do i have to do that (laughs) horrible human being hey uh listen i thought since karen sent us a video it was only fair of me Uh revisit upon her a little token of my love because this is a month that's about giving thanks about remembering the things that are most important to us so i invited her to be a part of this segment it's time now for upon further review and knowing knowing what a movie aficionado you are, Paranormal Karen. You're a trooper. It was $1.99 to rent it. And I offered to give you that two bucks of my own hard-earned cash that has been given to me by the listeners of this show. And you said, no, Dave Schrader. No, I will get it the old-fashioned way and hook wow. for it. And you did. <laughs> what did. a lady. I did. How long I, did that take? I have that kind of cash. Uh, lying around. It took as long as it took me to find my password uh, to <laughs> Amazon Prime, and then boom, I got it like that. <laughs> let's uh, let's do this for the viewers worldwide, and for my own Paranormal sixty News Crew team. Let's take a look at the trailer for the cinematic classic that is Thanks Killing. <laughs>
because I was thinking, you know, since it's Thanksgiving and all that, we should go around and say what we're thankful for. I'm thankful that your mom has the juiciest in town. Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Kralberg, an old Indian by the name of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted to kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach not open by a beak. Not just any beak. A turkey beak. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. Oh wait, I lied. Karen, let's remember this is a family show, so the reason that the trailers beeped is because we can't say those things. Okay. So this, but they can't, whose family? You. Whose family is this show for? That's it's like Olive Garden here. Everyone's family. That's oh, come right. on. Um, so, Karen, be open with me. Kentucky, <laughs> what do you think of Thanksgiving? Dave, this movie is so you. It is. Wow. <laughs> that was a good description. That's not nice. That was Don't we call these documentaries, though? Yeah, more of a documentary? I have to. I, I, first of all, I would highly recommend. I, I think you had 4.7 on, uh, on Prime, what I saw. 4.7 out of 10. No, out of 5. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it was so fun. And uh, original soundtrack. That what? I noticed original soundtrack that I, I can't imagine you spent a lot of time looking for turkey killing music, <laughs> but then you just had it fell in your lap. That must have been awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised that they weren't able to get the guys from Air Supply with their number one hit, Gobble Gobble Mother, right. to, you know, be part of this. Exactly. Exactly. Also, a lot of movies, uh, not as brave. Uh, it's to use the same joke twice. That was <laughs> you. You did it, and I and you pulled it off. And I was like, "That was excellent." <laughs> so, thanks, killing. I think they're up to three now, Karen. So we might have to have you back as an annual tradition. We got a few more weeks. Come on. No, uh, seriously, I really laughed out loud at this, Dave. I mean, I don't want to give away the ending. I don't fall. I, there's a don't end, folks. Please don't. So yeah. don't. <laughs> Yeah. Why would you even think about that? I feel like I'm missing something because I've already got a queued up for uh, Thanksgiving night to watch with the family. So this is <laughs> as you should. Yeah. Is yes, absolutely. It depends on the family, um, but uh, <laughs> we're good. 
<laughs> it was, I really laughed out loud. I have to just say, the, for some reason, the ice cream cones destroyed me. Like, for some reason, that really just seemed so funny to me. The I lactose? The, the, and I'm vegan, so you know this movie was oh. automatically offensive to me. Yeah. Automatically. I want you to know the part of the turkey was played by a Muppet. So it real meat. It wasn't real meat. Uh, there yeah. were no real turkeys hurt during this show? No. Okay. None, none that I'm aware of. I could be wrong. It was uh, so on a scale of one phantom to five phantoms. One is Babadook garbage. Five <laughs> is Agreed. the most sinister, amazing movie you've ever seen. Where would you put Thanksgiving? I would put Thanksgiving at a four point five. And oh. I'll tell you whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that, this is. Whoa. I don't think she understands the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give You're you upsetting a Greg. Look how purple his head is turning. <laughs> Somebody's so, squeezing his legs. Because the thing is, you the reason that at the last the last point five was that you had you did you didn't tell me that the plot was so intricate and that I had to sit and stay stuck to the screen the whole time. That's what you should have told me. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to miss anything. Because oh. you it's like a well placed Thanksgiving dinner. Every part of the meal is important you need to be there and witness it all apparently. right you don't want the loose ends you got to know no. what's going on yeah wow so four <laughs> <laughs> he can't even say it <laughs> I just, damn it I, I selected this uh, movie specifically for you paranormal karen because now, I paranormal do. karen did you watch this alone or with anybody else i did watch it i watched it alone while i was eating dinner and um, and so, but Dave, this is, I looked for your name. Where is your name on this? <laughs> you would think I had some skin in the game, but I don't. Get out of here. It's not me. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. But didn't you, what did you do with, with this movie? <laughs> he recommended it. Watch. What are you not getting? It's <laughs> the best movie and you enjoyed it. What's the problem? Wait, Wait let's a see. Minute. I yeah. thought. Donna um, says, let me guess, oh, the turkey meets with foul play. Nice, Donna. Wow, Donna. There nice. were some good puns. There yeah. was I, You hit it punny. You made it punny a okay. couple of times. Very good. And that was very good. But yeah. when you sent this to, I thought this was your movie. Like, you wrote it or you did something with it. Just go I along with it. Send it to you. Yes. He did something with I it. I don't want to brag, Executive but producer. I was the hand inside oh my ah! god i knew it the gobbler no, the not, that wasn't me that's I why it was... kind of ability i'm very i get carpal tunnel easily oh. <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say that's why it was so effective yeah. is because it was you yeah no that was uh <laughs> you really thought i had something to do with it that's some cool. stolen valor I did. Stuff then right if there. you didn't i want to change my stars Oh, okay. wow. knowing, knowing that your friend has nothing to do with this. That's a five. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Too soon. Man. Too soon. Run out of Ouch. ice cubes at this point. <laughs> I'm giving the Uncle Rico the sweet tea Uncle Rico pose. <laughs> hey, by the way, did you know Aldi is just Trader Joe's? Yeah, I did. Okay. I like Aldi oh. more. Hold on, time out. Say it again, Paranormal Karen. Uh, Aldi is just Trader Joe's excess. You are kidding. No. Yeah. Denise likes Hi, you. Denise. Denise, did I get a five or a 
Yeah, you <laughs> got a know. 10. You nailed it. Oh, good God. Well, Dave, knows I'm, Dave knows I'm sitting home doing tarot readings and answering his messages. And he's like, will you watch a movie and review it? Okay. What is, and I've got all the messages wrong. And uh, then three times I was like, what's the name of this? And he kept going, thanks, killing. Thanks, killing. And I kept going, you're welcome. You're welcome. Check your, <laughs> check your audio. It's not coming out right. She goes, she goes to me. She's so sweet. I should read the text because I sent it to her. She's like, all right, I'm going to be done here soon. I'm going to watch it, and then I'll write up that review, and where do you want me to email it? I'm like, that's not that's not how this works, Karen. <laughs> I got to start watching the shows I'm on. <laughs> I love that. She thinks it's going to be like posted in the New York Post. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, I, was, I thought you said it was for your website. Maybe I'm supposed to. Maybe I'm supposed to be writing a review for someone else right now that I did. I mixed my messages. I don't know. Could, could very well be that big opportunity for the New York Post <laughs> out the window, all so that you could watch Thanksgiving or the Paranormal Sixty. So the, uh, someone said the comments. They're up to three now. Is that correct, Dave? I believe so. True? Thanksgiving three. So could yeah. we have Karen back next week to review number two? Would <laughs> <laughs> be a good idea? This is like, that was like. Let me check my calendar. And I kept watching this movie, Dave, and I was like, why don't I see what Dave did in this movie? I <laughs> was Josh I Gates in it, maybe? How bad is Dave Schrader that he got cut out of this movie? Cutting room floor. I love it. Don't tell him he got cut. He has no idea. He's wow. Wait a minute. Josh Gates, you would not cut me out of a movie like this, would you? Yes, Dave, you are absolutely correct. But good looking guy. I know it. Yeah, good looking fellow. He's handsome. Yeah. Handsome. <laughs> I'm not gay, but I'm just saying. Well, yeah. Karen, how can people show. keep up with you and keep up with your comedy, your terror well, radio show? Can. That's how they can do it. Just keep watching the show. Uh -huh. She's going to be here every week going forward. <laughs> watching so, all the turkey movies I can find. 27. Did you guys, real quick, did yeah. you know? There is a new movie coming out this year called Thanksgiving uh -huh. that is a horror-based uh -huh. pilgrim horror movie. Yeah. And there's like big name stars in it. Patrick yeah. He is in this movie. Who? Your voice cut out. Patrick. Patrick Dempsey. He is now voted again the world's most sexiest man at the age of 97. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good for him. His sexiness knows Officially no gray, so he can return to Gray's Anatomy yeah. for that role. Um, all right, so Karen, people keeping up with you, you do tarot readings, you do comedy, you do comedy tarot readings. I How do, mind you. Uh, if you look up Rontowski, that that's that I didn't put on the screen that I should have put on the screen. Nobody knows Karen. how to spell that. Yeah, paranormal Karen or uh, psychic stand up. That's all me. You can find my website, my TikTok, which is at Rontowski. It's very easy R O N T O W S K I, just like it I sounds. That has all the oh, psychic common spelling. <laughs> common spelling. Understand. <laughs> and also, there's a movie called The Refrigerator that you should look up. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me it's, more. It's about a haunted refrigerator. Oh. You know what? Greg keeps asking for us to let him review a movie. Thank you. Thank you. No, the no. refrigerator, Greg. That's next oh, Wednesday. Come on, Greg. Really? I want you to review He's the refrigerator. Thanks, paranormal, Karen. That's great. Do I do I have a half a second to tell you that movie was yes. um, 
one of the strangest things I ever saw. And with the San Francisco comedy competition, I thought I was losing my mind. And this came on the screen and I couldn't turn away. So I told my friend about it. And years later, he's go he's working in Hollywood at the American Film Institute. He's being interviewed for a job. And sure enough, the guy has the refrigerator up on his thing. And my friend Eric goes, my friend's been talking about that movie for years. I can't believe you made that. And he go, he looks at me, he goes, that's the worst thing I ever did as a student. No one knows that movie. So we thought my friend Eric was lying. He didn't get the job. So oh, you got to get that movie. Oh, consider it done. Greg lost <laughs> the refrigerator. So, I closed my ears so I didn't hear any of her energy. I didn't receive any of her negative thoughts. I've made it easy for Karen's uh, friends and new followers to find her because we have a link on today's program guide for her since she rattled off. Just look her up easy. Rontkowski, R-O-T-K-N-O-U-Q-R-S-T-U-V. I don't want to have a pen. It's easy. It's right there. It ends with a Z. Remember the Z on the end. I don't remember the first part. I don't. T, T. Karen. Yeah. No, call her Sweet Tea. She prefers the full name. Karen, thanks for stopping by. We have a link for you on the show. I appreciate the review. You heard it. Four and a half stars. Knowing I'm not a part of it. Five stars. <laughs> Thanks, killing. Uh, always good to catch up with you. Thank you very much. Listen, we've made the guy wait long enough. He has only two stories to tell, and you want to interrupt him, Chachi? What? Dave, I just looked up this movie, this Thanksgiving movie you were talking about. Yes. Eli Roth directed this. What? Yes. Okay. Here, here is the, the, the premise. An axe-wielding maniac terrorizes residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts after a black... Where are you? Where? Massachusetts. 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 And the thing is, he used to live there, folks. I did. After a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy. So, Plymouth, Mass, Black Friday. Picking off victims one by one, the seemingly random revenge killings soon become part of a larger sinister plan. Oh, yeah. Eli Roth directed Patrick Dempsey and Gina Gershon, a beautiful woman, was in that movie. <laughs> I think Patrick likes to consider himself a man, but either way, it's a compliment. I'm sure he'll take it. What did I say? What I say? You just said beautiful woman when you referred to Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. So uh, amazing. Amazing. We Since we're in the me? holiday spirit of oh. things, I would like to just say that I, you know how you have epiphanies? Look up no. the word Chachi. It's in the dictionary. She had that great song. I think we're alone now back in the Yeah, in the no, that was Tiffany. Remember that? Tiffany. Oh. Tiffany. And I, I was see. sitting there three days, mm. nay, four days after Halloween, and I turned on my radio, and my ears were assaulted by jingling bells no. and the sound of Mariah Carey, and I stopped. No. I stopped in my tracks. As I listened to the song, words began to unfold in my screwy brain and i began to wow. jot those words down mm -hmm. and i got done with those words and i said by god i've got a song here who can i trust with this song <gasps> and i sent those words to katie hart from sunflower fox and katie. the chicken leg and i she said trust katie, do i have a song here it's time now for paratunes thank you thank you very much Ladies and gentlemen, my debut song. This is All I Want, the Halloween song.
Christmas Eight more weeks of Halloween One witch's bats and creepy masks Just to make those people scream I just want to decorate my home With skeletons and old gray stones Make my wish come true
my god. Really Mud nice. Dog or whatever that guy's name is. Black Dog or what's his name? Johnny wow. Dog. <laughs> Forget Mud Dog. I think it's Blind Dog. I forgot for a second. <laughs> Blind Dog, get to it, buddy. That oh is an god. incredibly song. I, I like That's this. an incredibly song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think Katie did an amazing job as she is. So forgive me, who, who wrote that or who sang that? I wrote the song. You seriously did? I, I seriously did. How do you find time? I It came to me in like three and a half minutes. Like my second <laughs> it was very fast. How do you serious. find that time? Very dude. messy. And then I gave it to Katie, and she channeled Mariah Scary to sing the song. Beautiful. And that is it. My uh, God. It's a beautiful uh, thing, Dave. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it for the power of drinking, Dave. Coming back, that's right. <clears throat> wow! And then I like this person, Matt Johnson, jumps in and says, uh, "Michael Myers killed by the song went back into the lake." Mixing <laughs> genre. That's Jason wow. Voorhees. Uh, look, here's another one. Damn good job, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. I love that during the comments, I had to alter because <laughs> Heidi said. Ch Chachi is a talking typo. <laughs> it's so funny. So I look at that. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, we typo. all know what it means. Oh, we I know. Don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Maureen liked the song. Uh, Veronica's in it. Now I know you're thinking, damn it. Do I have to wait like an hour and 15 minutes into the show to be able to play that for my friends? No. It's debuting tonight all around the world on wow. my. YouTube Network. channel. Yeah, you could watch it. It's midnight. It launches. You can go hear the song. Share it, please. Blow people up with it. Link it. Send it out. Let's and put millions of comments and push Dude. it out there. Let's make this song a trip. Screw Dave, Grandma push out. by a reindeer. Push out. Yeah, let's do that. Dave, hey, Screw settle it. down. Settle down. Hey, calm down. You got to purple. Stop it, Dave. <laughs> Somebody just said, pick out the suit for the Grammys, Dave. Yeah. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. WHQ, whatever. I was very close. Yeah. My sister would love this song. That's what Veronica says. A sister joke? A lot of sister's jokes out there. Greg, the question is, are you ever going to get to the story, or are you just going to keep screwing around? Dude, I don't know, man. We're 114 into the Paranormal 60. I don't know if we want to just go ahead and scrap this one. or. No, let's go ahead. All right. Well, the Paranormal Investigators Haunted by Evil Presence After Investigation Goes Wrong. Yeah, there they are. Those are the people right there. An avid paranormal investigative couple. Thinks her home may have been invest in oh god <laughs> infested by a presence because of increased hauntings in their last few months. Charlie Harker, right there, fifty-eight, and Teresa Hughes, fifty-nine, are owners of Afterlife Paranormal, as you can see backwards on their shirts. There. <laughs> Uh, they they uh, conduct live Facebook broadcasts uh, while conducting investigations at purportedly haunted locations near and in their locality. Charlie claims that throughout the last 12 months, they have been experiencing unexplained and unusual happenings in their Walsam home. 
especially from sinister and demonic presence they believe to be named, of course, George. Uh, yeah, who they think followed them home after a graveyard session. They say that Teresa has become possessed in the graveyard and it was she who brought George home with them. The pair lives in a town of Walsall near Birmingham, not Birmingham, like Americans would, would say it. It's Birmingham and claim the incident uh, seemed to have happened during inquiry in the Lime Pits Nature Preserve. You ever been to the Lime Pits, Dave? Twice. All right. I, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> During the investigation, Charlie claims to have heard Teresa scream and seen her urging something or someone to get out before finding her lying in the mud in complete darkness. That evil entity had followed them home, he now thinks, having possessed Teresa. Oh, jeez. Uh, Charlie says that uh, this first was the, uh, or this was his first possession he had oh. ever seen despite years of experience in the paranormal investigation field. Hmm. Also reports that uh, there's been months that have followed. Things at home are really changed for the worst. Uh, after they made the decision to perform a seance, he reported presence seems to become more powerful and things truly became intense. The pair says they saw objects, including a knife, Flung around the house by invisible hands, just like that. You saw that it was a knife, oh, no. but the hands Two. you could see there, but they couldn't actually see them because they were invisible hands. <gasps> you know, like Dave. Dave, look at that Whoa, invisible here. Dave. Yeah. George told Birmingham Live. Oh. Um, We've done one or two Ouija board sessions, and we tried mm -hmm. to contact someone named nope. George who's responsible for all that's going on. Now, apparently, he is saying things like, kill you, death, die. The couple plan to get some help from some of their friends and get rid of this evil presence. And there went Dave. So, uh, what do y'all think about that, uh, Chachi? Well, I would say that uh, that was probably a very interesting story, Greg. The way you read yeah, it was if, articulate. If <laughs> And uh, I felt like I was there with you. I might. Can you hear me? Yeah, but hey, we don't see We can you. hear Dave disembodied did I voice. during that. Did my body, <gasps> my soul leave my body during that story? But well, wouldn't your body still be there in front of the camera? Where's my body? Stop asking smart questions. I got yes. no answer for any of what's going on right now. Hmm. What That's happens if I bizarre. remove the virtual Dave. background? Dave, give me access to comments quick. <laughs> no way to help you. I can fix this. Oh, God. Just uh, give me access to the comments. You cannot. Trista, Trista, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. you've got the final story. I'm trusting you. Oh, if this goes horribly awry, just say goodbye to sweet the show. Uh, right, want to be sweet G. Flip your nope. hair. Flip your hair. Who, me? Yeah, you. No. <laughs> Actress be, Sophia Bush recalls terrifying paranormal experience. Wow. Hot. Shut up. Sophia Bush has recalled her terrifying paranormal experience when she lived in a creepy haunted apartment with ex Austin Nichols, the One Tree Hill star 41, who is now dating, dating, I'm sorry, who is now dating soccer star Ashlyn Harris, dated Nichols 
<sighs> you know what? Where's this it's art? just going to be a long article, even though it's really short. Hold on. No, it's such it's a easy though. if you take one word. <gasps> no, I have to read word. them all at once because they're all right there in front of me. Okay. No, no, no. Left to right. Left to right. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, left to right. Oh, my God. Where okay. are we in where Greg is giving advice? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey. Greg's anyway. giving advice, we got big problems. <clears throat> so she oh. uh, was with some guy, Nichols, who was 43 on and off for six years until 2012 with the actor taking the role of Julian Baker in the series to be close to her. Bush told the Drama Queens podcast the pair had witnessed an apparent ghost in their bedroom at their apartment in Wilmington, North Carolina, where the show was filming. She said, when we were properly able to date because we were living in the same city for the first time in a decade, we were sleeping, and this was when I had that creepy apartment. I just knew it was haunted. I hear this noise one night, and it wakes me up. It's in the floor. I turn the light on, and Austin looks at me and goes, What is that noise? We both start to make our way over to it. A volleyball-sized orb pops up out of the floor. <laughs> what size? Okay, you heard her volleyball. You're good. It's a volleyball-sized we both start to scream. The two of us leapt up and ran like that. This thing went from brown to tall and then evaporated, adding that she was so happy that Austin was with her. She said, we still are like, wasn't that so weird? It's nice to know we're not crazy. The star also opened up about their romance with Austin saying, Back in the early days of our show, One Tree Hill, all of us were partnered, and then I very publicly was not, referring to our split from husband Chad Michael Murray in 2006. The first date went on... The first date I went on... <clears throat> Words are really hard. Trusted, so you drink when you say I get it. I get a bus this thing open, man. I, you know, I just gotta say, I love when Trusted joined the show, and she's like, "Yeah, I might need like you know, a maybe just a, a bottle of wine gone. to get through the first month tonight, Tressa." Uh, the first month. I don't think that was me you were talking to. The first date I went on was with a very sweet boy named Austin Nichols when I was oh, no. twenty-three. We dated on and off for years. She said she joined, or he joined, One Tree Hill after telling her he's not going to let her tell him that they can't date because the long distance was too hard. Bold, gorgeous, romantic gesture. We laugh about it all the time. We're oh. still good friends. We laugh and laugh and laugh. <sighs> I gotta Greg go. Changed that was one his... of my favorites. Thank you. It's one of his favorites. Greg. <laughs> Greg, you, are, you, you may have just passed the torch. Oh you my hit God. me off the hook, buddy. Oh, oh my God. My God. That was one of my oh favorites. My yes, you are off the hook. Thank uh, you. I didn't hey, believe uh, it. Gosh, Gates, do you think Tressa is <laughs> perfect, perfect addition to this show? Yes, Dave, you are absolutely correct. It. There you go. Sweet tea. <laughs> Yeah, words are words are hard. harder than you thought is the question. <laughs> no, I knew they were hard. I'm not a oh. reader. I'm oh, not a reader. I could tell. That's Thank what you. Thank you. Maybe if we all just cool down for a few <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <you know, laughs> I thought we were going to get to the show without that. <laughs> all right, folks. Hey, let me remind you, the Paranormal 60 Swag Shop is open. 
Go buy stuff or my voice will never return. You can find it all at Paranormal60SwagShop.com. The Paranormal 60 News Crew t-shirts, Paranormal 60 hoodies. We've got uh, mouse pads. We've got tarot cards. We've got more. Go check it out. Please show your support and love for the show. And I, I'm just going to be honest when I say that I'm a little disappointed that uh, there was no more love shown during my song in donations for the the uh, universal jukebox. Wow. I forgive people because I see Todd Severson has made a $20 donation through Venmo at paranormal 60. Thank you, Todd. Thank you all for being a part of the program with us, sharing your lives with us and may my voice return by Monday so that we can all continue to have an amazing time. And let's hear it from Mariah scary on our way out tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us right here on the Paranormal 60 News with Dave Schrader, Chachi, Greg Lawson, and our brand new member, Sweet Tea. It's Wednesday night and I'm alone. The Paranormal 60's on. It's just for paranormal freaks like me With poltergeists and ghosts and blues and UAPs You miss a word, you do a shot It starts to snowball and we laugh a lot It's just like drinking with your TV friends I'll be best out before tonight's show ends Dreaming the aliens are taking me away I'll go wake up till sometime late on Saturday It's Wednesday night and I'm alone